Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell. With me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey, y'all. This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters. And we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Bad Boys for Life. This is the latest entry in the Bad Boys series, which began back in 1995 and starred Will Smith and Martin Lawrence as Miami police detectives. The IMDb plot summary reads, The Bad Boys, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, are back together for one last ride in the highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. (laughs) Seems a little presumptuous, whoever wrote that. What, the highly anticipated? Highly anticipated. Um, But, I mean, it turns out they're not wrong. I mean, this movie made a ton of cash. It has a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, the highest score of the series, and it made over $60 this weekend, which is about double what people were expecting. And it got an A Cinema score. So this is a well-received sequel. This is a hit movie right out of the gate. They're already planning uh, number four. Are they really? Yep. That's what happens. It's been 17 years since Bad Boys 2. So I think this opening, it shows that there's definitely a pent-up demand for the further adventures of Mike and Marcus. And um, this is the first Bad Boys not directed by Michael Bay. Directing duties on this film, they went to Adil L. Arby and Bilal Fala. Michael Bay did make a cameo, though. A pretty, pretty sweet cameo. Yeah. I mean, kind of distracting. I actually didn't even know who... I didn't recognize him. He's definitely changed his face a little bit. He's got, like, long, like, gray hair. He looks like a wizard. He does look like a wizard. Like, <laughs> like a Venice Beach wizard yeah. or something. <laughs> Smoking a lot of pot. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, these two guys, they're two young filmmakers from Belgium. They're making their big budget American debut with this film. And, you know, if you ask me, those are some pretty big shoes to fill. Um, You know, whether you love Michael Bay or you hate him, his signature is all over those first two films. Why do you think Michael Bay wasn't asked to come and and film it? I'm sure he could have. I mean, that's a good question. I think, from what I know, they've been trying to make a Bad Boys 3 since... 2003 since the second one you know i mean will smith i mean he's a big movie star you know michael bay he's well will smith he, he gets a lot of money rated stuff for a long time bad boys 2 is very r-rated <laughs> well but i'm saying like after yeah. after bad boys 2 he didn't do another r-rated movie it's why yeah bad boys 2 feels so like out of place for will smith well i think will smith in his like professional career i don't think he wanted his kids to see his r-rated movies when he and sure. so he decided not to do R-rated movies um, when they were younger. But now I think all of them are older, and you know now they can now they understand. And I mean that's his choice, I guess, because he didn't cuss in his rap. Right, he made a big deal of that. I mean, you know, do do R-rated, don't do R-rated. I mean, pick good scripts. Well, yeah, but just I'm just I'm just script. saying that's probably why he had. I mean, Bad Boys hasn't happened. You think so? I I think I think a lot of it it could be that, but I think a lot of it also has to do with salaries and scheduling. I mean, okay. What? What? None of these what, guys are what cheap. What the heck has Martin Lawrence done lately? Well, Martin Lawrence is available. Yes. He's been available. <laughs> but the other two, Michael Bay and Will Smith, I think a little more difficult. I think Michael Bay, he's on here as an executive producer. Okay. So he clearly, you know, he had his blessing on this. I think Michael Bay. If I were Michael Bay, I would also realize Bad Boys Two is kind of untoppable. <laughs> I mean, Bad Boys Two is, in my mind, it's one of the last great practically shot big budget Hollywood yeah. movies. It's it's all practical. It looks amazing. I mean, it, it, like from a storytelling perspective, it's a shambling mess. But if you're just looking at it as a showcase for amazing action and stunts, 
it's it's perfect. It's an A plus film. So, so I love I love me some Bad Boys too. And you know the first Bad Boys has some nostalgia for me. I was yeah. in middle school. It was right up my alley. What are you a fan of the first two? I'm a fan of the first the first one. I really didn't remember the second one until you told me about Guantanamo Bay and the minefields, and then I remembered that b- little bit briefly. You don't remember watching an action movie that opens with a shootout at a Klan rally? I don't. That's Bad Boys too. <laughs> I know. They, I know. They're wearing clan hoods, and then they just pop off and kill everyone. <laughs> I mean, it's great. There's a freeway chase in that movie where Michael Bay had stunt drivers driving like top speed while like a flatbed truck is dropping other cars off of it, and they're driving full speed right into these cars. <laughs> it is insane. Like, there's insane action that to this day holds up. I watch that movie once a year. You know, for me, I mean, it, the first one was an original. It was good story. Well, it's kind of derivative of buddy cop movies from fine, the 80s. But, but it, yeah, it, yeah, it was original. And, the pairing and, and of then, these two I mean, was, yeah. was a stroke of genius. The, it was it definitely the casting was on point. Like whoever put Martin Lawrence and Will Smith together. I mean, a plus. Uh, holy crap. They have so they have much chemistry. chemistry. They have a lot of great chemistry. And they can feed off each other. I mean, just wonderful. And I think that's why, you know, the third one, in my mind, was so good. But because of the chemistry. Because of the chemistry. But I think that's why it did so well. People know these guys have chemistry. I have to ask. Yeah. And I am not for fat shaming. Sure. <laughs> But okay, yeah, you're. Martin, I, I think I know where you're going. Martin Lawrence <laughs> has gotten a little out of touch and out of shape for this movie, this kind of movie. Well, it's like if you're looking at like uh, his face on a monitor, it looks like it's like it's just going widescreen. It's just a little puffy. bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's, got, he's gotten out. a little fluffy in his older years. No harm. No shame. In that. Yeah, I mean, no shame. No shame. He's still he's still in good comic form. But I guess you know it kind of fits too with him, you know, wanting to retire. His character, yeah, his character doesn't, he's tired of life in the field. Even in, in Bad Boys 2, you know, he's so tired of Mike's shenanigans, he wants to be reassigned to another partner. Yeah. So that's kind of a running theme uh, in this series. And in the first one, I mean, they established that Mike, you know, Will Smith, he's the fast charging yeah. playboy, um, you know, shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. I mean, he literally makes a point of that in Bad Boys too. <laughs> he guns everyone down. And, I mean, and three. Like sure. he's still, I mean, that's still his He's still at three. it. Yeah. I mean, th- this movie, uh, I would argue, softens them both quite a bit. It does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, a matter of like personal taste. I like my Bad Boys, you know, not saddled with like paternal baggage. <laughs> And just running and gunning through Miami, not giving an F. Those are my bad boys. That's the bad boys. At the start of this movie, Marcus, he's a grandfather. That's that's kind of the cold open. They're racing to the hospital. It's revealed he's a grandfather. And he wants to retire while Mike is still running the game 100% going strong. Yeah. <laughs> he's not slowing down. He's not slowing down. He doesn't I love want it. to slow down. And... Right. Um, and so, yeah, and then in an early scene, a woman named Isabel is sprung from a Mexican prison with the help of her son, Armando. Yeah. And Isabel instructs her son to assassinate every officer responsible for shutting down her cartel, which includes Mike. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of the main kicker of the plot. Armando, he guns Mike down while he's having a foot race. <laughs> 
kind of a ridiculous scene. They're they're having a foot race out at night in Miami on Ocean Drive. <laughs> on Ocean Drive. I don't know Drive. what the hell they're doing. Like, they're I'm faster a, than you. Well, they're at a bar and they're like, you know. It's real dumb. And he gets shot the hell down while he's doing this stupid foot race. And it put, puts him in the hospital. Yeah. And Mike, he wants Marcus's help to catch the assassin. But Marcus, he's retired. So, so Mike ends up coming out of being shot. He was... On life support. He wants revenge. He wants yeah. to find the assassin. So th- that's just the main kind of thrust of the plot. That's what kind of gets things going. There's this assassin uh, you know, has some personal vendetta against yeah. Mike. And, um, and, no, and and then they, they introduce a new squad. Sure. Ammo? Ammo. It's kind of like the younger, more tech savvy than street savvy. They hide it's behind real, computers. It's real annoying. Yeah. I'll be honest. It's real pointless. As soon as Vanessa Hutchins and came on the screen, I, I swear even, your face was like, I don't even what? have a, I don't even have a problem with Vanessa Hudgens. No, I'm, like, I'm, was, I'm a Spring Breakers fan. I've seen her be good. It's just this whole gimmick of like this young, like you said, tech savvy team looking to kind of like supplant the old folkies. It's just it's so tired. It's just such a tired trope, especially yeah. for these kind of like legacy franchise movies. And it just and I in this particular case, I would say it adds nothing. I mean, does it add anything? They kind of get added on to the gang of Mike and Well they they become I mean they become their backup, right? Similar to Bad Boys too, like when they're charging into Cuba, it's led by Mike and Marcus, but they have like their SEAL team backup. Yeah. That's ammo. Yeah. It's still the same shit. Except tech. And you got it's all tech. You got like Charles Melton in there. I mean, you got some young, like, you know, good looking peeps, I guess. But it's dumb. It's just a dumb thing, and it doesn't add much to this. Well, and I, his, I would argue his ex girlfriend, Mike's ex girlfriend, is running the show. Right. I mean, because he's been with everyone, he's also been with yeah the girl in charge of running Am. And I guess that's the whole thing. Like he really likes her still, and like just, made him you know made a mistake in letting her go, et cetera, et cetera. Ammo. I mean, it's just, it's it's dumb. I, I mean, I understand like they need backup, but uh, like I mean, they need like a. Like a cute little squad. I mean, headed by like a, a, I mean, like a Disney it. star. I liked it. So, so suck it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, overall, uh, you were... <laughs> overall, you were a fan. Yeah, I was. Well, and and I'll tell you, the, the gripe that I do have with the film is, like you said before, Bad Boys... Well, the first Bad Boys was all original stunt work. It wasn't... Uh, in front of a green screen it was done so authentically one and two two. i mean number two again it's a showcase of just practical stunts it'll blow your mind and and i felt like this movie really did a lot in front of the green screen and you could see it yeah and it wasn't that i mean and, and and it could have been you know that you know will smith and martin lawrence just couldn't do the stunts anymore I mean, um, which, Will Smith looks like he's up to it. I mean, Martin Lawrence, I I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, yeah, it, it kind of resembles, aesthetically, it resembles a, the, the more modern look of yeah. action filmmaking that we're accustomed to with a lot of shaky cam, a lot of handheld, a lot of CGI, a lot yeah. of ramped up shutter. And it looks like junk. It looks like mud. Well, I... I Especially compared to Bad Boys 2, which is beautiful. A beautiful looking <laughs> film. It's stunning. You know, I guess for me, like all of that stuff that you're saying, it, I mean, kind of put it on the back burner because the chemistry between 
Will Smith and Martin sure. Lawrence was so on point. Like they were, they still had it. Their chemistry is on point. Like, in the previous films, you have the chemistry and you have the great action, and I like that mix. I mean, the the Bad Boys formula. It's like laughs and explosions. I mean, that's that you get some jokes, you get some some violent action, you mix and repeat. I mean, you know, with I mean the jokes and you know, all, you know, I love. And this, you just you get the banter, you get the jokes, yeah, and you get some shitty action, yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, your opinion one thing i want you you just said the action was shitty i said it was done in front of a green screen it was just different so overall you were you were pleased you were I satisfied was a, i was a fan i was I think, entertained i think a lot of people had low expectations yeah for this yeah i mean it's the third movie i mean you know it's a january release i mean come on no other trilogy that you know is better than the first or the second like oh i guess you would say toy story I, I'm sure there are examples. <laughs> you just I? gave me one. You just gave me one easy one. But yeah, it's it doesn't happen often. But on, on occasion, uh, you know, some oh, series. Fast and the Furious, I think. Harry Potter, I would say the third one. Oh, yeah, you did like Harry Definitely Potter. better than the first yeah. two. I mean, yeah, every series is different, but typically it's diminishing returns. So yeah, I think I think a lot of people had very low expectations, and I think that's kind of reflected with just the great reception this is getting. If you go in with no expectations. Yeah. But I, you know, for me, I'm like, this is a movie that's following Bad Boys 2, a movie that I hold as... In a high, ver- high regard. One of the greatest uh, action movies I've ever seen. So I, I kind of, like, knew in the back of my head, like, directors that I've never heard of... Patrick, lower your expectations. Are, ...aren't going to top what Michael <laughs> Bay did. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, you just need to lower your expectations. But I think, I mean, there's no excuse for the action to be this shitty. I mean, you commented on it, and you, I think you're dead on. There's a lot of CGI. It's not practical. It's not beautiful looking. It's at night. It's shot digitally. Yeah. It looks shitty. There were some parts where I was like, how did it start raining? Sure. <laughs> it's. I mean, in my, in my book, there's there's one decent action scene involving, like, the motorcycle. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the sidecar going yeah. on. That's, that's probably the best action scene that this movie has. But I think the whole climax with, like, a cartoon helicopter is just mud. Garbage. <laughs> just visual shit. Um, but that's me. That's me. Um, I liked it. I think it's a great date movie. It's got good fun, good entertainment. You know, Will Smith is still sexy for you ladies, even at 50. Sure. 55. He's up there. The one thing that I will say here is Gabrielle Union should have been brought back. Yeah, she's, I mean, she was such an important part of part two. She's Marcus's sister and she has a romance going with Mike. Yeah. That's in part two. She's such a major part of uh, Bad Boys 2. And she just, all she gets here is just a single line. line. Yeah. Where, yeah, he just kind of offhandedly mentions, like, I dumped your sister. You're not going to be as mad as me as when I dumped your sister. Yeah, Gabrielle Union, it's, I guess, without going into spoilers, I mean, this movie, it tries to deepen the characters by, you know, getting more personal, like hitting closer to home yeah. a little bit. That, that's this movie's M.O., but I feel like it had a great opportunity to do that with Gabrielle Union's character. You already had a personal relationship established in a previous film that you can build on, right? Yes. And so so for me, a more compelling setup would have been if like at the start of the movie, Marcus, he's out of the field. He's working a desk job. Well, Mike, he's still going at it 100%. He's no longer with Sid. 
but they still have a friendly relationship and they keep in touch as professional colleagues, you know, giving each other tips on cases, whatever. Uh, towards the start of the film, Sid is killed during an assignment. We get like a big action scene and she gets blown up. <laughs> well, like she's maybe part of the FBI and he's still with the Miami PD. Yeah. Yeah. They're not dating, but you know, they're, they're still in touch. They're this still friendly. is the ideal scenario that you would like, you would have loved to see. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm, this is just fantasy version. And so with her being taken out, uh, Mike, he's tasked with finding her killer. And that also mean, brings Marcus back into the field. And then you team the two of them back up and you got the bad boys again. And they are after uh, Gabrielle Union's killer. And so you have the personal stakes and you can still have them just leaving wanton destruction and mayhem. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board, too. That sounds good. That works a little better than this, what they have cooking with this. Yeah. What was the reason why Gabrielle Union wasn't a part of this? Was it because of her filming schedule? Or I, like I have to assume. I, they have America's a, Got Talent schedule? They have a spinoff. She was busy getting harassed. <laughs> no, she. they've spun off her character into a show called LA's Finest. And that's in its second season, about to get into its second season. She and Jessica Alba are cops in L.A. I don't know what the point is of tying it into bad boys unless you have appearances by Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Which they're not doing. Yeah. So I don't know what afford it. I don't know what the point is of that. But that's that's what they've done with her character. They spun her off. Martin Lawrence, but they can't (laughs) afford Will Smith. (laughs) Maybe they're just just holding that in their back pocket, like just hoping they can get one of them to appear. Like, come on. But I don't. Yeah. Without that sort of crossover, I don't see the point of it. But that's uh, that would make sense, I guess, as to why they can't like kill her off at least. But that's what I would have done. (laughs) I mean, you know, no one's asking me to write these scripts. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Bad Boys for Life. Okay. All right, we're back. And we're going to get into spoilers for Bad Boys for Life. So, um, hey, I don't know if you saw this coming, but the assassin has a personal connection with Mike. It's his son. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, doesn't that remind you of what, Gemini Man? Yeah. It's very weird to me that Will Smith would choose to film two projects back to back where he's fighting a younger version of himself. <laughs> that's the, so true. That's yeah. weird. That's weird that he would choose to do that. Cause I mean, he's, he's a producer on this. I mean, it's maybe like after filming Gemini man, he was just so taken with the idea yeah. that he kind of just worked it into the bad boys development. I mean, maybe like, Hey, what if prior to seeing the film, you know, I'd read some reviews. I heard the synopsis. And you know, when I heard that, like, you know, a female with a vendetta against Mike is she had tasked her son to go after him. And there's a twist. I'm like, well, duh, duh. Yeah, the twist is going to be. that. But the son is like a cold hearted assassin. Yeah. Like he kills he, a whole bunch of people. He kills a whole bunch of people. The captain included, which is a big spoiler. That's what brings back Marcus, right? Yes. Like Marcus is enjoying the retired life. Yes. And, and Joe, Joey Pants gets popped right in the face. In yeah. Broad daylight. I mean, bam. He's right taken in the down. Face. That that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, that was it was kind of funny just how it stayed. <laughs> like he's talking about like fishing or something stupid or like you got to well, slow down, like, Mike. Well, yeah, it was a life story. Giving a life story yeah. right before he gets popped in the face. <laughs> so he's down and that raises the stakes, I guess. And so Marcus is back in. And then, I mean, pretty much the whole first half is just plot set up. Yeah. Setting up the bad boys, setting up Marcus is retiring. 
setting up the ammo squad. Setting up the ammo, setting up um, you know Isabel, Isabel and her assassin. A lot of setup. A lot of setup. One crazy thing was Isabel was a witch, or she was a true believer <laughs> in uh, Santa Moret. Santa Moretta. When we first the saint of death. Yes, when we first see her character uh, in prison, like a prison guard is coming up to her, and Isabel is sort of like muttering, chanting, like under her breath. Yeah, and it looks like she has some sort of influence over this guard, right? Like yeah. it looks like this girl can actually perform some magic. <laughs> it's weird. It, it, I, I mean, even for bad boys, this is a dumb plot. I mean, usually the plot in Bad Boys is like, there's a drug dealer, gotta catch him. I like my witches. I'm, di- <laughs> <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> uh, yeah, this might be a case of like, your mileage may vary. For yeah. me, this was really ridiculous. Um, well, being a true hard Bad Boys fan, well, you're probably like, uh, I'm not like... Well, it's it's not like I was offended. Fan, or, fan. It's not like I was offended. It's just, it's. I think... In any movie, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And they could have spent the time to give her some kind of motivation other than she's a witch. She's into some dark shit. That seems pretty lazy <laughs> as a motivation for her to be this evil. Yeah. She's a witch. I mean, that's dumb. And then to have her actually like be effective as a witch. <laughs> like we're getting into sci-fi territory. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not like a bad boys purist. All I want from these movies is great action. Bad Boys 2 delivered it at a high level. And um, yeah, that's where this movie really kind of lets me down. And we've talked about the action. It's, you know, like a digital blur of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me how you really feel. I mean, Michael Bay, I mean, love him or hate him. It's when it comes to action, those are big shoes to fill. Uh, those are those are big shoes to fill, and uh, as an action movie, like I get better action kicks from Michael Bay's Six Underground. Like yeah. that has better action scenes. I mean, that was a good movie. That first opening scene in like Paris, where like Paris, yeah. goes to, so that's that's an action scene. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, you're you're pushing it, you're pushing it to the limit, and I mean, that's what I want from my action movies. And uh, I, I think I said this to you afterwards. You know, a movie we saw somewhat recently, The Cobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I get better action kicks from something like that over this. And I love my R-rated action. And this has plenty of blood. It's just the, the action doesn't do it for me here. And then, okay, and then it, like a post credit scene, it looks like. Oh, yeah. Mike, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, stay for the, the post credit scene. It looks like, yeah, you just like ran out. <laughs> that was still playing. <laughs> But it looks like he's gonna. My like, bad. His son's in prison. I forget what happens to Isabella. She dies, I guess. She well, blows yeah, she, up. she falls in falls, the fiery falls pit. Falls into something, yeah. And then lands on the um, helicopter That's and right. gets impaled. <laughs> sure. Duh. That's a death, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, his son is in prison, and it looks like he's gonna recruit his son for like a, a job to yeah. be one of the bad boys well, I and think, reduce his sentence. I think it's you know he's gonna probably the next bad boys is probably gonna allow Martin to retire and then bring his son on to be his partner. I mean, Martin is hilarious in these movies. You don't want to retire Martin Lawrence. I know, I know. But no, what what, what that remind me Isabel's death. Reminded me a lot of Charlie's Angels, that guy that got... Which which Charlie's Angels? The last one. The one that got... Yeah, I remember that. The, the bad guy that got torn, uh, thrown off the balcony and he's impaled. And he's yes, like, I remember that. Yeah, just like, what the hell? Fire. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated some of the like R-rated 
action. I mean, there's some violence. There's some gore. I mean, you see people getting popped in the head. Um, some good deaths, uh, I guess. Um, but nothing in this feels dangerous from like a stunt level no. point of view. Like uh, you, that freeway chase I was talking about, like that feels dangerous to just look at. Like people were risking their lives fil- filming this. And that's, I mean, that's how it should feel. Like cameramen are risking their lives to yeah. get these shots. Those are the best kind of action movies. And uh, Michael Bay uh, understands that. Like, you <laughs> Well, and he has a, a team that that has probably worked with him for a long period of time that He's, they yeah. know what kind of shots he already was is wanting, how to go about getting them safely. He's a yeah, he's a, apparently really strict about safety. I mean, you have to be when yeah. you're doing these films and you're doing crazy shit. I mean, you have to check and double check. And um yeah, this movie just felt safe by comparison. This felt like a like a, a bad boys movie you can watch with your dad. You can watch it on the couch with your dad. Whereas like Bad Boys 2, I mean... Couldn't do that. No parents allowed. <laughs> it's a softer, gentler Bad Boys. And that's... It seems like that's making people happy. But um, that's far away from what I loved about uh, Bad Boys 2. And even the first Bad Boys. I mean, there are two dudes who do not give an F. I mean, yeah. you get in their face... I mean, they're going to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> so what what grade would you give this? Probably B minus. B minus? Yeah. We're actually pretty close. I mean, I'll give the first Bad Boys a B plus. Bad Boys 2 is an A plus. Mm-hmm, duh. This guy, this uh, Bad Boys for Life would be a, a C plus. Okay. So we're, we're pretty close wow. on how we feel grade wise. Yeah. Um. I just I was probably expecting too much. You were because you love the Bad Boys franchise. I watched the movie. I watched Bad Boys Two. It's on the TV once a year. I know. I know. Like and, what time is it? And you time to watch Bad it, Boys Two. And you watched it right before you watched this one, just to get it fresh in your mind. It's, it's an incredible Bad Boys Two. Is so incredible. It's so incredible. Well, give, not, give it a rewatch. Well, you know, maybe it's when so we good. do a podcast on that, I'll, just, I'll take like it for a rewatch. But I mean, we're two and a half hours of just beautiful. But we're podcasting on Bad Boys Three, <laughs> not two. I just I want to give two another I rewatch. Um, so that's it. That's it. That's Bad Boys for Life, directed by Adil and Bilal. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can also email us at DateNightMoviePodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. The soundtrack. Let's go. Yeah.